In this episode of Sound Plus Doctrine, we're looking at part two of the topic, when your musicians could be better. Only this time, we're asking that question about ourselves as leaders. What practical ways can we grow in our musicianship? What's realistic? And how do we know when we've reached the peak of our abilities? Answers to these questions and more coming up. Thanks for joining us. Hey, my name is David Zimmer. Welcome to the Sound Plus Doctrine hey, Podcast. Wait a minute. My name is Bob Coffin. You usually let me just say it like right after you. I did. I know I switched it up. You just <laughs> wow. So <laughs> spontaneous. Hey, well, today we are uh this is part two yes. of a podcast we did you previously. And mm-hmm. if you haven't heard that one, you might want to go back and listen to it. And part it, one is music when your musicians could be better. Yes, yes, exactly right. And we talked about yeah, how to handle those awkward conversations of, um, yeah, just <laughs> when your musicians could be better. Well, this may even be more awkward, this conversation, because we're talking about I when the... So. the <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about when the musician who could be better is you. Yes. And I'm talking about you specifically, David <laughs> I just thought I'd take this context to... Uh-oh. Yeah, just address some of the nice. ways I think you could be better. Wonderful. No, yeah, just I'm, kidding. I mean, in the previous episode, we talked... Um, we did have some helpful tips for for song leaders. I mean, we thought they were helpful. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like picking the right keys, like hopefully choosing yes. the right songs, so, yeah. things like that. But I thought um, we could give more specific thoughts to yeah worship le- uh, worship leaders. Uh, so for someone who's in a small church uh, or in a big church and they want to grow, I yeah. guess the two main questions I have is. What can they do to be better, mm-hmm. to get better? Mm-hmm. Practice. Uh, okay, next question. <laughs> We're almost done. <laughs> yeah. And, it's uh, a short podcast. Uh, and then are there minimum standards for leading music? Which I oh, think, good. Yeah, I yeah. think will be really helpful for people. I, I hope it like, uh, you know, kind of eases the burden a little bit yes. of, do I need to be as professional as I see yes. on yeah. screen or on camera or whatever? But back to the first question, um, how how can how can music leaders just get better yeah. if they know that they need to grow? Uh, I mean, I think I joked about practice, but there really is no better, uh, no other way of getting better musically. So if you're a guitar player... You know, the things you could improve on are, you know, how many chords you play easily. Um, Guitar players use capos a lot, and capos are great. They they add different kinds of voicings and stuff. Um, But it is nice to be able to play, you know, Mm -hmm. different different chords and just to be fluid in that. So Mm -hmm. that... That can be one thing to practice. Could be strum patterns. You know, some guitar players are kind of stuck in three guitar patterns, three strum That's patterns, true. and yeah. it's like, no, it really is different. Or you know, even picking. It's just, it's a joy to play. I'm a keyboard player. It's a joy to play with a guitarist who has more tools mm-hmm. available to them. Um, it's it's the most enjoyable to play with a guitar player who's confident, mm. though. Even if they can't do exactly what you, you, you is needed for a song, if they're confident, you can usually get by. You know, mm-hmm. and it's amazing what congregations can get by with, which has to do with your second question. Um, but so yeah, chord, chord theory is really helpful. Um, if you're in a church where they're reading notes, obviously being able to sight read better mm-hmm. 
is always good. Knowing the songs is, is sometimes just a Huge. big part of it. Yeah. Um, and we talked even this past Sunday uh, about I was out of town, you led, and um, you know just the tendency to look down at the music. Yes. And because you weren't sure, you weren't as familiar as the song as mm-hmm. you could be. And I, I know what that's like too. Um, so yeah, just being more familiar with it so you're not as tied to, to chord charts or music and it, you're able to concentrate on things that are more important. I, and I think that's such a great, great point because um, you can engage more with those that are in the room Yes. And with those that are with you in the band. Yes. When yeah, you're yeah. not tied to a music stand. Yeah. You know, and um and so even I realize that, like even going back and watching we do a live stream yeah. and going, Yeah, I'm looking I'm just tied to the music stand. Yeah. But I'm when not you tied. <laughs> but when you lift your eyes mm. and you can see exactly. people and they can see you and it just it's it's much more engaging and it doesn't feel like I have to get all of these lyrics and yes, chords. So yes, yes, yes. Practicing the songs. Yes, yes, uh, yes. More than you think you should. Yeah. Before a Sunday or yeah, a Wednesday yeah. evening, if it, you know, if you're doing a different service or whatever. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, yeah, learning it to the point where you can get your eyes off of the yeah. stand. Yeah. So part of it's uh, knowledge that's specific to the song, and then the other part is knowledge that's more general musically. Mm-hmm. So that'd be chord knowledge, fluidity, you know, scales, picking, all, all that kind of stuff. So would you recommend that someone like would get lessons for that or? It all depends on the person's situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know that most people who lead are are volunteers. Yeah. I mean, really across, at least in the States, and I would imagine definitely in other countries as well. Yeah. The um, you know the idea that because I'm a musician I'm going to be a you know full time in a church somewhere that's I don't think that's so common mm. uh, with a lot of with a lot of churches um, so I recognize that people have jobs they have lives they have families and right. so the amount you can actually give to it it's it really varies. But I do know this: a little bit of time given to practice is better than nothing. Hmm. And I think sometimes we just think, well, because I can't do you know the big thing, I can't get it all done. I'm not going to do any. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we wait for those three hours to open up where we can you know really practice. Right. And right. You know what? Just spend like one morning. Just spend twenty, twenty five minutes going through all the songs. Reflectively, you know, meditatively, thinking about them, thinking about what you're doing, that will so serve. That's so good. What you're what you're going to do if if you're in that place where it doesn't come naturally. Yeah. And I've been playing for fifty years, and that all comes pretty naturally to me. So I don't have to, you know, play a song beforehand. But you know what? Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, either for a transition, I mean, how will that song flow into that song, or you know, just to remember how a song goes. Just being familiar with the song when you get there um, to the Sunday morning is just so helpful. Uh, and there are so many things available to us. You asked if someone should take lessons. Yeah, I mean, for your vocal, for instance, a lot of people have learned to sing just by singing. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, when you take lessons, you can actually get better. <laughs> and you can take lessons from, you know, say at a college, community college, or, or someone in your area, 
who who might teach classical or something, but they'll teach you how to use your voice. Yes, and and just. I remember seeing this difference in Mackenzie, our youngest daughter, who sings on a number of our albums. When she we first moved to Louisville, she had a lovely voice. I was just telling this the other day. Um, but it was untrained. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't have the strength. She didn't have the stamina. She didn't have the range. So she went to Boyce College and uh, studied voice. And man, what a difference it made. It's cr- incredible. I mean, even just breathing techniques. Yes, how to breathe, exactly. How to yeah. use your diaphragm, all those things. Will help your pitch and yep. y- yeah, I mean, all of that. That applies to you know whatever style of music you sing. Yeah. So yeah. lessons can be really helpful. They yeah. have stuff, plenty of stuff on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, th- websites for minimal cost. I mean, I could recommend some, but... I haven't looked at it for a while, yeah. so. But you can you can find stuff. Ask for recommendations um, of ways to improve what you do, so yeah. that you'll be better equipped to serve God's people. Yeah, that's so great. Uh, something you mentioned uh, in terms of just taking you know twenty five thirty five minutes in a morning to just reflect on the songs yeah, that you're singing. Yeah. I just think like not only the 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 musical preparation. But just the heart preparation, yes, yeah, yeah, and and even thinking through transitions, I just yeah. I think we could take a a podcast to talk about how do you transition from one song to we the should. other. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. But just briefly, um, you know, if I want to if I want to grow as a song leader, and I don't know how to get, you know, from this key to this key without stopping everything, it's dead silence. <laughs> I re capo. <laughs> I it's a wonderful moment. Shift my charts. I put it in front of me. It, you need to get that app where they have just a synth pad going behind you the whole time. That is whatever yes. key you want. That's and the safety. I'm not saying you should get that. <laughs> but I mean, can can you give any brief thoughts to transitions? Oh wow, yeah. Oh, I could give a lot of. They don't. They're not necessarily brief. Um, yeah, I mean, first, it is okay for there to be a little silence between a song. You know, it's it's not the end of the world. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit doesn't say, "I'm out of here. This is ridiculous." <laughs> well, you can't even get things going together. Um, you could have someone else play something if you want to do that. If you had people in your t- on your team, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you could you could stop playing before the previous song ends and put your capo on then. Like is, even an acapella moment? Yes, yes, that that would be a great time to do it. But even if you're even if you're playing, you know, you end a song and um let the band end it. Now if you're alone, yeah. if it's just you, yes. I would just plan those out. And I yes. would say, okay, well here I w- I want to put this capo on. I'd plan to say something. I plan to share a scripture. What I wouldn't do is just kind of spontaneously fill that moment with stuff that nobody really cares about, and everybody's thinking they're just doing this because they have to change it. Put a yes, on. yes, right. It can be. It's an opportunity, you know, to say something. We just sang this. Now we're going to sing this, and yep. you know, this is what God says in His Word, and you know, and and you're you're changing the capo while you're doing that, but it's it's purposeful. It's an intentional. Our words matter. Hmm. The words we say all the time matter. It's amazing how much Scripture says mm-hmm. about the words we speak. You know, life and death are, are in the power of the tongue, Proverbs says. Um, so we, we, it matters what we say, and we can think about it, plan it, so that that moment where we do need to you know, make a change, yeah. 
um, it's it's being used for something. And so, yeah, that's what I would... And, and you could work on that. Yeah. You know, you can practice that. But that's all coming through preparation. Yeah. And I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. you know, can be convicting to any leader, any song leader, because, you know, they kind of admit, well, I mean, I, I pick the songs and then I show up and... Yes. That's yeah, yes. a little awkward in the transitions, but... <laughs> In that preparation time, you can be thinking yeah, exactly through yeah. those things, um, which I just think will be it'll it'll help it be seamless. Yeah, uh, which doesn't feel jolted. You know, right. we've been in a setting where we've heard someone leading a song where it just feels so like jolted. Like, <clears throat> oh, I stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he's changing keys or capos or whatever. So that's yeah. really helpful. I think sometimes we can forget that. All these different elements are connected. It's not mm-hmm. like a cafeteria line where you pick something from here, pick mm-hmm. something from here. You know, it's it's like a conveyor belt. At least it should be. It mm-hmm. could be. You know, we're we're telling a story. Mm-hmm. It's a probably a better image um, where each part connects to the next part, and so we're responsible for making that happen. We're connecting the content. That's yeah. what that's what's being connected. So yeah, you know, the music supports that, but there can be. A real, uh, we can have real tendency, as you said, to just kind of assume I picked the songs, which you know, we're going to do some podcasts eventually on liturgies and this is mm-hmm. how to think about that. But mm-hmm. say someone's singing, I picked the songs, I'm good to go. Yeah. You know, uh, and no, maybe you're not good to go. Maybe you could. <laughs> been there. Yeah. Think about how this stuff <laughs> goes that. together yeah. and, and, and put it together. So, you know, those are some of the ways. Uh, someone could grow. Um, don't be discouraged. I say, don't be discouraged yeah. because you have le- leading the music for a congregation is a pastoral function before it's a musical one. Mm. So you know, you'd be thinking about how can I care for these people? How can I shepherd their souls? How can I help them? You know, deal with sin, suffering, and self sufficiency in a way that helps them see the relevance of the gospel. That's what we're seeking to do. Mm-hmm. How can I magnify the glory of God in Jesus Christ? So those are pastoral functions. Mm-hmm. The music will help us do that. It supports that, complements it, but it's not the main thing. So if you're not an amazing musician, um, it's okay. You've got the Word of God, the Gospel. You, you know, you've got the Holy Spirit. That's what everybody has. And so you can have faith as you're going into it. That doesn't mean you can't get better. Yeah. And we should be striving to get better at what we do. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it sort of like naturally leads into the second question. Uh, is there a minimum standard for a music leader, you know? Or is there a, ever a point where a music leader should say, I really need to find someone else to fill this role? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're the first person to think about that rather than the people around you. Yes. Ideally. But but you're saying, I I mean, you're saying your first function is pastoral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't, um, I'm I'm a phenomenal singer. Yes. And and I just think, I just think that's so often skewed. Yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's the norm. Um, I'm... I'm going to be speaking to a high school class uh, shortly, and they sent in a list of questions, and um, one of them asked about excellence and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how does isn't isn't part of worship 
that personal expression of excellence. And, Mm -hmm. you know, why do we have to condescend to the level of the congregation in terms of excellence and skill? And and, uh, as I was thinking about answering, I thought, well, that that kind of implies a bias in the way you've asked that question. Hmm. What is excellence? Mm -hmm. Excellence is serving the purposes of God. Yeah. And doing it in a way today that was better than what you did yesterday, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that would be serving the congregation. That would be enabling their spirit-filled, faith-filled singing, enabled by the Spirit of God, based on the finished work of Christ for the glory of God. That's what yes. we're seeking to do. Right. Excellence is not showing off what I can do. Right. And so, you know... But we can be tempted to think that if it's sounding amazing, it's equal to... The value of the gospel. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, it yeah. can be sort of that perverse. Gospel almost looks better because of it. Yes, it can almost be that thought, you know. And so um, that's the bias is so right. Yeah. But we just we have this sort of bottom line of like, well, this is what this is what excellence looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So to your question, is there is there a, a bottom standard? Again, it depends on what kind of church you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some churches where, uh, you know, if you don't have a degree, uh, you're probably not going to be working full-time for that church. Hmm. Um, there are other churches that, uh, you know, if, if you can play more than three chords on the guitar, you're in. You're in. You're the best, uh, most likely candidate for leading <laughs> our music right now. Congratulations. Um, which, you refer to the first question, you can get better, yes. and you should get better. Yes. So I think a, a minimal standard... like. You know what's what's the bottom line it would be? You can lead people in a way that is not distracting mm-hmm. and is edifying. Mm. So there's two sides to that. You know, the first side, not distracting. What's distracting? Um, playing wrong chords frequently, um, not knowing time meters, and so like changing the meter accidentally on people. Yes. Uh, so they don't right. know where to come in or, or how to sing the song. Um, uh, what else would be um, distracting? Uh, singing out of tune, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, singing really badly. Um, Picking songs that only you sound good in. Yes, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. it's just um, so so. Just doing things. If you're if you're a drummer, I mean, probably don't have many people who lead from the drums, but. Um, I say if go you're for drummer, it. Not keeping good time. Yeah, that's distracting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those kinds of things. So if as long as you can play in a way that's that's not distracting, that's the first section. The second second part of that is playing in a way that's edifying. In mm-hmm. other words, your playing is is supportive of the music. So that's a second step. You know, a second area. Um, but I think it's one we can aspire to, and and I don't should I say that's a minimal requirement. Mm. Um, it's a desired component. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. So you have someone who will play the piano. They'll, you know, just play what's written on the page, and and they're doing a fine job. They're not really adding anything. They're not really, you know, bringing something to the singing. It's mm-hmm. not really edifying. They're just banging away on the piano yes. or just strumming real hard on right. the guitar, and um, it could be better. Yeah. Um, but should that person say, you know, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this? Maybe not yet. Mm-hmm. But I would say, how can I get 
better and I'd be asking people, you know, people I respect, mm-hmm. can I get better at this? You know, what's distract? Is there anything distracting about my playing? How do you think I could do this better? I think we tend to, um, you know, assume that, well, people are still coming, so it must be okay. <laughs> And, you know, preachers can do that too. <laughs> right. People show up, so I must be doing fine. <laughs> right. No, no, not necessarily. <laughs> you might be like really bad. Um, so I think it is. It, it is. Um, what's the word? In, uh, incumbent upon those who lead the music to be yeah. asking. You know, am I really serving the church? Yeah. Let me say this. If you're in a band, you know, if you're with other musicians, you don't have to be the best musician in the band. Mm. You know, uh, as a pianist, I don't feel like I have to always be leading everything. Mm-hmm. If there are other instrumentalists who are strong, acoustic guitar players, usually, um, I want to let them, you know, lead as well. I don't feel like I need to be front and center for everything. Yeah. But if, if you're one of the weaker members musically, no problem. You know, maybe get the tempo started. And I think you mentioned something about this when you when you've led, and you you have strong musicians around you that you just won't give as much attention. Yes. To but you're a fine guitar player, who's guitar player. So how do you think about that? I love um, when other. I mean, exactly what you said. I love when other people can be taking uh, the parts, carrying the rhythm. A drummer I can trust who's carrying the tempo and yeah, time. Yeah. That I don't have to start. I don't have to count off every yeah. song. I don't have to be playing through every verse. I do think not only as a song leader, but as a full band, uh, we don't ever really think about the fact that we're all playing at the same time. Yes. Which in any other context, uh, like wouldn't really happen if you were in a studio or if you were at a show or if you were... Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. typically it's, this is my part for the second yes. verse, and then I'm out for the third yeah, verse. Yeah, yeah, What? And we just don't think about that. It's like right. song starts, I'm all the way through. Yeah. You know? Um, but even moments in that, and as a song leader, letting letting a, another male vocalist or a female vocalist take the second yes. verse. Yeah, yeah. It's like and so there's this I there's this idea that it doesn't always have to be happening the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'll be so surprised at how cohesive it sounds hmm. when not everyone's playing. And may I say, if you have in-ear monitors, a large part of that might be uh, reflected in the kind of monitor mix you have. Totally. So if you have a monitor mix where you're front and center and loud and the rest of the band is not heard very well. Sometimes even muted. Oh, that's really bad. (laughs) Sometimes. Well, I don't like how, you know, I've heard, I don't like how loud the electric guitarist is. He's muted. Okay. You know, but it's just there's no context yeah. for anything right, else that's, that's right. happening. So, yes, absolutely. And when you drop out, the bottom drops out. Uh, right. So you feel the pressure to play all absolutely. the time. So. Yeah. Those are all really, really helpful. Well, I'm thinking about who, you know, who might be listening and just thinking there, there are some leaders who are in the place of, you know, I'm just not sure mm-hmm. whether I should be the one doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, you know... Humble yourself. God gives grace to the humble. And ask your pastor, ask some people you trust, you know, am, am I the one to really do this? Because it, it's so unhelpful when there's a leader who is is not really the one who should be leading, and, and they're the last one to recognize it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that just makes it difficult for everybody. Mm-hmm. So be the first one to say, hey, I'm happy to turn this over if, you know, someone else is better than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe there will be. Don't be afraid to depend on your other, on, on other musicians, if there are some. Yeah. You know, they might not be the leader, but, but utilize them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, there may be the time when it's just time to step aside and say, mm-hmm. uh, you know what, you do this better than I do. Hmm. And that's fine. First Chronicles fifteen twenty two says, Kenaniah led the leader of the Levites in music should direct the music for he understood it. Hmm. You know, uh, I think the NIV, NIV said for he was skillful at it. Hmm. Um, there, there is a place for leaders of music being skilled in what they do. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for the training I've received as a classical piano major. You know, I played in a band for. Eight, full-time in a band for eight years. I've been playing music all my life. I'm yeah. grateful for that. Yeah. But I've been led by people who aren't, you know, don't have that training mm-hmm. and encountered the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. worshipped the Lord in my heart, encountered the, 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 the glory of Jesus, been edified, encouraged. So it doesn't take an amazing musician. But I think it's interesting that the, the writer says he understood it. Yeah. So a part of what we're talking about here is understanding yes. music. Yeah. And if you understand music and how God wants to use it, how he can use it to complement the, the, the things we're singing, the truths we're singing, mm-hmm. um, how it's not meant to dominate, how we're not out to you know, create a musical vibe yeah. on Sunday mornings. Yeah. We are there to enable the Word of Christ to dwell in people richly as mm-hmm. we sing. Mm-hmm. That's direct from God himself in Colossians 3.16. If you can play in such a way that enables the Word of Christ to dwell in people richly without being distracting, you're doing your job. Yeah. And so you should be encouraged. Can't doesn't yeah. mean you can't get better, but you should be encouraged that God's using you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if you are a song leader or a musician and, and you're tuning into this podcast, I pray that you're encouraged. Uh, I pray that... Um, that some of these little tips can be put into practice, mm-hmm. and for the sake of the the benefit to your church, yeah. to your local context, yes, 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 yes. Uh, to the glory of Jesus. Amen. So, thanks for joining us. Amen. So, David, this is like the last episode of season two. I know, and uh, it's been great. It's been so wonderful. Is there going to be a season three? There will be. We are releasing season three, Lord willing, in August. It's going to be so fun. We have yep. so enjoyed hearing from people about the podcast. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, people have shared. You know, they're not. They're not even doing music in their church. They're not a pastor. Not a leader. Not a yeah. musician. They're just in the church and just saying, "Oh, I listen to you guys. I really love it." Um, if you do love it, it would really help if uh, to us get the word out. If you subscribed mm-hmm. or left a review. Yep. A nice review. Um, as opposed to like a mean review, unkind review. Um, And also, if you have questions that you'd like us maybe to address in the next season, you can email us. Yeah, you can email us at soundplusdoctrine at sovereigngrace.com. And that's all spelled out, so no plus sign. I know that's been a little bit confusing. It is. soundplusdoctrine at sovereigngrace.com. We'd love to get your questions and maybe have an episode about a question that you've submitted. Well, we've already done one. Somebody sent in uh, uh, the question. And we were able. To, we love that. Yes, love to do that. So, I hope this has served you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next season. 
Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.